Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, inventor of my pillow, here to tell you about my Giza Dream bed sheets. I made sure that they would be everything you'd ever want in a sheet set. I started with the world's finest cotton called Giza. It's only grown in a region where the Sahara Desert, the Nile River, and the Mediterranean Sea all meet. The long staple cotton makes my Giza Dream sheets ultra soft and durable. They come with extra wide pillowcases to fit over any pillow and extra deep pockets to fit over any mattress. Not only that, they come with my 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. And now you can get the best sheets ever for the best price ever. When you buy one of my Giza Dream bed sheet sets, you'll get another one absolutely free. I personally guarantee that they'll be the most comfortable sheets you'll ever own. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener specials for the buy one Get one free offer on Giza Sheets. All you got to do, Renegade Nation, is enter the promo code RENEGADE or call 1-800-889-6817 for these great specials. That's 1-800-889-6817. Use the promo code RENEGADE. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. On this day, September 13th, 2022. 56 days left and counting till the midterm elections. And in some states, people are already voting. Whatever happened to the old days where you went out and voted on election day? A time where it made it harder for Democrats to cheat. Early voting is leading some to say, instead of election day, election months. This is your host, Laura Marie. A Wall Street Journal op-ed out this morning referring to issues with voting starting this early. And I quote, Sending mail ballots shortly after Labor Day to anyone who asks diminishes the campaign season when candidates and the media are most engaged. Stretching the timeline into election months also hurts challengers who are usually less well-known, with less money, and can't afford to spread their advertising out over many weeks. In my opinion, it really does, in the end, hurt the voters. They don't get to learn as much about the candidates before casting their votes. And once you submit your vote, as you know, and I know, you can't go back and change it. Taking the risk of learning something about someone who you voted for, that could really change your mind. And here's Charlie Hurt on the topic. That's one of the biggest and most important reasons why, you know, the reason we have campaigns is so that all everybody, including voters, gets engaged and they learn about the candidates and they can make an informed, wise decision on election day. And, uh, and that's why it's always been so important. The other reason, of course, is because when you open up all of these other avenues for voting, what you want, and the reason people have been opposed to it, you know, historically, is that you also open up the voting to lots of chicanery that nobody, or at least we all profess, that we don't want as part of the, the, the voting process. But now you have this strange situation where you have Democrats all in for you know, you know mass mail-in ballots, whatever. They don't care. I think they would be in favor of like internet voting. Or I, I shouldn't say that because I don't want to give many ideas. It opens it up to to voter fraud. And and really, at the end of the day, what this is is it's an incumbent protection program. You know, I couldn't agree more. If they really want to be fair about elections. There are multiple places to vote in your district on election day. There really is no problem. But the Democrats, of course, have found another way to cheat. 
and that's through mail-in ballots, especially since we've caught on to them by using deceased people for votes, people who've moved out of state or residents in two states or more. And the most important way they do still cheat, and that is with the illegal votes and why they collect everybody's names at the border. I mean, how stupid do they think we are? Illegals are not going to be receiving ballots to vote and they're not going to go in and vote at a, at a polling place. So what better way than to get their names either by the DMV because they get an ID card or at the county for public assistance or at the border. They collect names and they've collected so far over 5 million that we know of within the last two years since Biden stole the White House. And talk on the street, Gavin Newsom. Nancy Pelosi's golden boy, her relative, beat his recall by a leaker in Sacramento at the DMV, tallied up a lot of names so he would win his recall in California, where it's become so corrupt with so many Democrats, it's a prime location for George Soros to implement his corrupt, woke DAs, just like Bodine in San Francisco. Luckily, Soros wasn't able to be successful in cheating in that recall. However, Gascon, the DA for Los Angeles, another Soros plant, beat his recall when you have another mayor who is another plant by Soros, Eric Garcetti. The signatures for the recall were more than enough. They went and exceeded what they needed to recall Gascon. And Garcetti had his minions go in check the signatures, and they threw away 30% of the signatures, just enough for Gascon to beat his recall. So the media, of course, said the recall failed. They lied. They cheated. Thanks to Soros and Gavin Newsom, who has outspokenly supported Gascon many a times. So let's move on to Pennsylvania, where John Fetterman is dodging debates with Dr. Oz. We talked on 9-11 how John Fetterman was so insensitive holding a rally and on his website said the most important rally <laughs> on 9-11. That would have been great if it was for 9-11 and the victims and to honor that day we were attacked by radical Islamists. But no, his rally was to defund the police and to support abortion all on 9-11 the day we will never forget and we will never forgive, a day we were grieving. So to me, that was extremely insensitive of John Fetterman. And this is a guy who wants Philadelphians to put him in office as a senator for six years. I don't think so. I'm sure the media didn't cover it that much, but I do know that September 19th is when absentee ballots will start in Pennsylvania. And yesterday, the Washington Post unbelievable, <laughs> put out a statement regarding John Fetterman and how he needs to debate more than once for U.S. Senate. And I quote, Mr. Fetterman is asking voters for a six-year contract without giving them enough information to make sound judgments about whether he's up for such a demanding job. We believe Mr. Fetterman should release his medical records for independent review and he should debate Mr. Oz before voters start casting their ballots. Well, that's just in a few days, and time is running out, and Fetterman is dodging Dr. Oz. John Fetterman has been asked by many news outlets if he would debate Dr. Oz, and he always says yes, but he will never commit to a date. 
He will never commit to any times. He diverts his answer and talks about something else, but always agrees to do a debate. And John Fetterman is not the only candidate running as a Democrat who's pulling at Joe Biden and disappearing to avoid answering questions. Because John Fetterman believes in the far-left woke ideology that is anti-American, and he will vote with Schumer, Joe Biden, and the far-left communist in our White House. For those of you in Pennsylvania, to help those who are unsure, share with them the rally he held on 9-11, the anti-American rally. That alone should convince anybody that he is not worthy of their votes to represent Pennsylvania and America. And here's Dr. Oz. I have tremendous empathy for John Fetterman's struggle with the stroke, the heart failure that has been around, we're now told, for five years. But he hasn't told me or anybody else the details that we would need to know. This is about honesty and integrity. He can't have it both ways anymore. Either he's healthy enough, which is what his campaign says, and he has said, so he's healthy enough to debate, uh, and he wants to hide his radical record, or he's lying about his health. And that sends a very different message to the voters of Pennsylvania. In many ways, in my opinion, this is a sneaky way for Democrats to just, yo, you don't need to hear the candidates. You just need to go out and vote. Just vote. Just vote. Democrat, Democrat, Democrat. Led by the media and their lies to cover it all up. Just like they did to Joe Biden. Though they did steal that election. Like I've shared before, I will never, ever, ever forget. And that's maybe why I'm a little bit traumatized over the last election. Because I watched myself on that evening in Pennsylvania. They were just about to call Pennsylvania for Donald J. Trump. He was up 70 some odd percent and they had one district remaining and the amount of votes left were not going to put Biden over the top. And they were talking about, we should call it, we should call, there's no way Biden can win. And then all of a sudden, boom, the lights went out and I literally yelled at my television, no, because I knew they were going to cheat. And sure enough, they did. It took them four years. Did they cheat in 2016 election? Absolutely. But not perfected enough to beat Donald J. Trump. So they had four years to perfect it. But this time they went overboard and there's too much proof now how they stole 2020 election. So I'm going to say it again, guys. On election day, we must vote in person. Destroy your absentee ballot or show it to the person that's volunteering at the election place that you have it and tear it up in front of them and vote in person, no matter what they throw at us. So let's move on. We have another candidate, Chris, who's going after voters. You know, when Donald J. Trump, when he went after the Democrats, he went after the politicians. He never went after the voters. These Democrats are going after us, the voters. Joe Biden did calling us megas, calling us Trumpies. Hockle in New York told voters to go to Florida because you're not New Yorkers if you don't vote for her. I mean, has anybody told them what MAGA means? Or in their terms, mega, what it means? Make America great again? Why are they so against it? All the hate from them. It's insane. Divide and conquer. So the liberal world order has no place for you or me because we're Trumpies. We want to make America great again. We want our freedoms. I see nothing wrong with that. We work hard. 
for our families, for our way of life. You know, the last four letters of Democrats is rats. And the last four letters of Republican is I can, because I can go out and work and get a job and I can make a good life for myself. I can do it, but not with this liberal world order. All they want to do is control you. And if you don't follow, we're going to end up like the January 6th Patriots put in jail for nothing, for the whole setup. January 6th was a complete setup. And is that why they're emptying out all of our prisons to put us in there? Just like they did the January 6th Patriots and letting Antifa, who started it all with Ray Epps, the FBI agent. Antifa is the one who broke the windows. They're the ones who were climbing the walls. You know it and I know it. January 6th was a setup. So is that why the prisons are being emptied out for more patriots like you and me? If we don't obey, we get put away. (laughs) I don't think so. Moving on. Karen Bass, running for mayor of Los Angeles. Another Soros-picked corrupt individual. Did you guys hear (laughs) that she was robbed? First, she goes out and says that she is completely safe. She knows other people don't feel safe, but she's assured that she will not be broken into. And then she gets robbed. Something is not right. The burglar just stole her guns. He knew where they were. The woman who's anti-gun doesn't want you or me to have a gun. She apparently had two guns locked up in a safe place. And you're going to tell me that a burglar went in there where there was cash (laughs) and jewelry and left all of that behind and just took her guns that were in a safe location, hidden. (laughs) To me, she's going to use this as sympathy, like, oh, poor me, to put her over the top. For those uninformed Democrats who go by feelings and emotions instead of logic, putting more fear into those people's minds and feelings, two more guns out on the streets. Be careful. No matter how you look at it, something isn't right here. It smells pretty bad. No matter what it is, it's another Democrat shenanigan that'll hurt the American people one way or another, no doubt in my mind. And I'm sure not in yours either. And lastly, let's not forget John Podesta. He has just recently been added to the Joe Biden regime, the new senior advisor for clean energy with access to billions of dollars of our money. And some are referring to him as the new Hunter Biden problem for Joe Biden. John Podesta had close ties with a Chinese Communist Party official for more than a decade. And according to these unearthed emails, Podesta met and spoke with Tong Shua many times since 2009. And in one email, Podesta even refers to him as a friend. This is a place where tens of billions of dollars goes and nobody knows where it goes to. There's no accountability. This is the same guy who managed Hillary Clinton's campaign and shortly after was caught with so many scandals. He's a bad guy. (laughs) And these people don't care what we know, what we believe. It's clear. They're breaking federal laws all over the place between the border, the inflation, lying to the American people about the oil, ignoring Hunter Biden's story, sitting on that for years. And yet the DOJ wants to rush the conviction of Donald J. Trump, the guy who gave up a life of luxury for his country, who didn't even take 
any money for salary for Joe Biden, who gave up his country for a life of luxury to China. And while the DNC has put in $53 million behind those candidates, they claim to trash so immensely, yet they're pushing them over the top to be the nominee for the Republican Party behind closed doors. (laughs) $53 million of donating by Democrats, Trump-backed candidates over the top. It's got to be the only explanation why the DOJ is pushing the indictment of Donald J. Trump so they can use that against those money-backed candidates that they invested so much money in. But someone needs to tell them about Bill Clinton and how he kept sensitive tapes in his sock drawer and didn't turn them over to National Archives. Judicial Watch sued and the DOJ National Archives Court told them that he had a right to keep anything he wanted and there wasn't anything anyone could do about it. Referring to Bill Clinton. (laughs) Okay, he kept sensitive tapes in his sock drawer. He didn't turn them over to the National Archives. I'm so sick of the hypocrisy and the double standards. And with that, you guys, I hope you have a wonderful day. If you would like to reach me, you can at www.talkonthestreet.net or Talk on the Street with Laura Marie. I'd love to hear from you. Because remember, I am our voice, the people's voice. We, the people. God bless you. God bless America. You're listening to Talk on the Street with Laura Marie.